have got to go. Let's welcome on a good friend of the show who used to be on the show, now does his own national show and has forever. Todd, welcome to the morning show. They're telling me they're not banning the Baptist Martini, but the beers, the cores, the Bud Light, that is what is going to be banned off the shelves. Yeah, so they're, they're, the argument is from the Republicans that this is going to cut back on drunk driving because people are not going to drink warm uh, Baptist martinis or, <laughs> or root beers. So I have an, I, I want to add an amendment, and maybe we could get uh, John Gillespie to add an amendment to this. I think we need to just ban ice. Maybe that's the solution here. <laughs> <laughs> just get right to the root of the problem. Right, what right. is causing the beard to get cold? Mm-hmm. Well, that's such a great point, and I kind of like trailed off on that this morning in the top of the seven. Is it only cold beer? Like, is it? Can they drink a warm core light? Coors Light? Like, can a gas station owner sell that, or is it only just the cold ones? Because that seems like that is very open-ended legislation, Todd. I want you to take a listen. Here is the guy behind this on the House side. Take a listen to Representative Ron Gant on how this will solve DUIs. 24. So this is a opportunity to bring a deterrent to those bad actors that want to go into a convenience store, retail store, and conveniently have access to cold beer. We see the, the evidence in many accidents where uh, alcohol is found in the car, you know, beer cans, beer bottles, and we also see it on the side of the roads. All right, Todd, will it be a deterrent or is this an example of governmental overreach? Yeah, this, this is a, a big problem when you have a super majority of any political party in control for an extended amount of time is that they on your civil liberties. And the issue here, I'm telling you, uh, we have um, way too many laws on the books. Uh, but we already have laws dealing with the fact that you're not, not allowed to drink and drive in this, in this state. So why do we need more laws? Uh, the bigger problem here and the more embarrassing part of this the legislation coming from two West Tennessee lawmakers, uh, uh, Paul Rose and Ron Gant. So I, I'm sure they're well-meaning, but the reality is we don't need more government intrusion into our lives. And that is a bedrock of the Republican Party, Ben, small government. And what's happening in Tennessee? The Republicans are growing government intervention into our lives. Yeah, yeah. All right. So speaking of folks claiming that legislation is intrusive, I wanted to run this past you because a Senate bill passed yesterday. You've got the LGBT activists. They say this is controversial and this is gay hatred. It would be a bill that allows pastors, religious leaders to decide who they want to officiate weddings for. We've seen this across the country. The bill would add 10 words to the law and states that a person is not required to officiate a marriage if they have an objection to officiating that marriage based on their conscious or religious beliefs. Now, the guy behind this legislation is a Republican by the name of Monty Fritz. Here he is in Cut 19. This bill is designed to be simply and clearly to protect uh, the rights of the efficient, officiants of wedding ceremonies. And I don't think there's any law that says I have to go, go through, but there's no law that says I don't, I, I'm not required to either. So this would just make it clear. 
So the pushback on the left comes from guys like this pastor named Travis that preaches at a First Lutheran church in downtown Nashville. Take a listen. Cut 20. As a part of my ordination vows, I am to speak about justice issues in the world, and so I take that very seriously. It's regressive. Um, it has the potential to turn back hard-fought victories for multiple groups of people, certainly the LGBTQ community, interracial marriage. Um, it just gives somebody almost a free-for-all to do what they want. Hmm. I'll let you respond to that. Can a church be forced to host a same-sex wedding or marriage? No, the answer is is no. And again, this is yet another example of Republican overreach. We already have a law on the books it's enshrined in, in our founding documents. We have freedom of religion. There are no churches in America that are forced to uh, participate in some sort of a same-sex ceremony. And if that were to be the case, that would be a situation that would be ultimately adjudicated at the Supreme Court, where it would need to be adjudicated. We don't need more laws on the books giving pastors rights. They already have those rights. And again, Ben, I'm telling you, this is we have to be very careful because these kinds of laws, and, and I get it, both of them are, are well-meaning, but we already have laws on the books addressing you know, the, the problems that these, uh, these habits cause. Um, we don't need more laws on the books. And if we're not careful, Republicans are going to legislate themselves into the minority. Mm, mm. All right. Well said. I really appreciate you pointing that out. That bill will now go to the governor for a signature, Todd, because it already passed in the House. It went through the Senate yesterday. So it is going to be a new law, among many others, with this supermajority. So can we talk about the national security threat? You were on air when all of this started happening. You picked it up with your Newsmax show. Are we being told the truth here? That's the question. Well, you know, I, I brought this up with, uh, with, with, with Congressman Matt Rosendale from Montana. He was on the Newsmax show. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, we really can't talk about it. You know, but the issue is people are talking about it. And, and my bigger concern is all of these secrets that are leaking out of the Capitol right now. I mean, these are matters of national security. We don't need to be talking about these on the mainstream media. But when they leak out and, the, and when you have the chairman of the Intelligence Committee saying there is a clear and present danger to the nation, you better believe every news organization of the country is going to set off the alarm bells. We did. And so I don't blame any of this on the media. I blame it on Congress. And again, I hate to say this, but but I blame it on the Republicans. So what was the point? And, and a lot of other Republicans are wondering why um, Mike Johnson came out and released this information. Ultimately, Ben, this goes back to the year of my birth, 1967, when the nations of the Earth, of planet Earth, agreed of to assign the Outer Space Treaty. And basically, this guarantees there will be no hostilities on places like the Moon or Jupiter or Mars. Wow. So it, but it specifically prohibits putting nuclear weapons or any other kind of weapon of mass destruction in outer space. And even it even goes so far as to say you're not allowed to station weapons uh, on celestial bodies. So you can't put a you know a nuclear a nuclear bomb on the moon, for example. Mm. And that's that's the issue here. If Russia is doing this, 
this would be a direct violation of the Outer Space Treaty. All right. All right. I We'll, we'll talk about it more, obviously, you will on your national show, um, and you'll play all the audio, all of the reactions from lawmakers, and you, you've got them on the national show. Um, last question I wanted to ask you, because you tweeted this out, and I think it's very interesting. We talked about the Kansas City shooting at the top of the hour, and you said this. Notice how the media is not even remotely curious about the shooters or their motive. There's not even a story on the KC Star website about the suspects, you ask the question, I wonder why. I'll give you a minute. I wonder why. Hashtag young scholar. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there, Dieter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, always, that always triggers people. Young scholars. Uh, I wasn't scared to say it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, no, look, um, it's, it's true, though, and it doesn't fit the narrative. That's why we're not hearing anything about the Lakewood Church shooting uh, and the fact that transgender people have been radicalized um, against Christians and they're they're shooting up our church houses. But even more, ask yourself this question. Why aren't we even talking? Why aren't our leaders talking about the level of violence here in Memphis? Do you think they would be if all of the shooters over the past two years would have been white people? Oh. You darn well better believe it. Ah, Todd, so you can't. Yeah, that's the narrative. You can't ask those questions and you can't raise those points because you're deemed a racist. But you're exactly, exactly right. When I saw some of the images of these suspected shooters... It looks like our our problem here in Memphis. That's all I'll say. And that is why this story vanishes in one, two, and three. Todd will be listening at 11. Thanks for dropping by. Thanks a lot, Ben. Appreciate it. Great show.